You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
caught you already I just like calling you again I want to hear your voice again And talk about little nothings And I hope you'll be like that When you marry me And talking all the time Sharing the day together Do you know I really like calling you And I like calling and talking I like calling you
come to church last week really okay you were in church last week and our pastor was preaching to us about becoming a shepherd how many of you remember the message one of the things he said is that to become a shepherd all you need is a desire do you remember that point it was point number one and I believe that today as we gathered that that desire will be nurtured it will be fostered and it will become effectual do you believe it then I think those of you who are not standing should stand to your feet. I think we should put our hands together and with a shout of joy, with excitement, let's walk my pastor. 
Let us pray. Father, thank you for your great grace and your great mercy. Thank you for your works. It's marvelous in our eyes, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for souls that are being saved, lives that have been established, shepherds that have been raised by your mercies and by your grace, Lord. Thank you for another blessed time in your presence. We pray that we'll hear your voice, Lord, that we'll receive direction from you. Thank you for the blessing of revelation. Bless everything that we do here today, O oh God, and let your will be done amongst us. In Christ Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Energy. Okay, good to see all of you again. Jeremiah 23. And uh, we're sharing on what you must become a shepherd, isn't it? You must. You must. It's a must. It's a must do. It's a must do and a must become. Okay. So woe unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. That will not be your story. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. You have scattered my flock and you have driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doing, saith the Lord. I pray that will not be your story. Verse 3 says that, And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries, whither I have driven them, and will bring them again to their folds. And they shall be fruitful and increase. You see, God is into gathering of his people. God gathers his people. You'll find out to gather his people. He's into gathering of, he calls, you can see that he calls them his people. I will gather the remnant of my flock. It's God's flock. It's God's sheep. It's God's people. You are God's people. You are God's people. So, he said he will gather them and they will be fruitful and increase. You will be fruitful. Amen. And you will increase. Amen. Hallelujah. And then verse 4, he says that, and I will set up shepherds. You know, so when you are becoming a shepherd, you should know that it's, it's God that is setting you up. It's God that is making you into a shepherd. It is God that is appointing you and God that is giving you the opportunity to gather his people for him. Do you understand? Look at verse 3 again. Look at verse 3 again. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whither I have driven them. In other words, in other words, God has people who are yet to be in the church. And to gather, they say, he's going to gather them that they will be fruitful and they will also increase but to do that, he's going to use shepherds. That's verse 4. He said, I will set up shepherds over them which shall feed them. The shepherds will feed them. The shepherds will talk to them. The shepherds will talk to them. The shepherds will teach them. The shepherds will explain things to them. That's the work, that's the work of the shepherd. So that they will 
fear no more nor be dismayed neither shall they be lacking this is god's vision for for souls and for his people he wants he wants the people to be fed so the shepherds will feed them the shepherds will talk to them the shepherds will counsel them the shepherds will advise them the shepherds will give them direction the shepherds will give them correction the shepherds will teach them the word of god People don't know the word of God. You think people know the word of God, but people don't know the word of God. There are a lot of things that people don't know because the shepherds aren't enough. So God needs more shepherds, more shepherds, more shepherds to gather more people. And I believe that we are going to get more shepherds out of this congregation to do the work of God in gathering God's people. That's why he said that I'll give you pastors. Okay, so I'll give you pastors according to my heart or after my own heart. Uh, is it coming up? That shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding. You know, so, so it's like the work of, another word for a shepherd is a pastor. The work, the work that God wants shepherds to be doing, God needs shepherds to be, to be um, doing is um, feeding feeding and feeding with knowledge and feeding with understanding are you here or you've traveled yeah. here yes to feed so you see when you become a shepherd then those who are shepherds shepherds and those who are about to become shepherds because a lot of you are going to become shepherds yeah. because god's flocks a, a lot a lot there a whole a whole world of people that God, I believe God is going to bless us with. God is going to add to his church. This about, you need shepherds who have a mind. And the mind the shepherds must have is that we are going to feed. So that's what God says. So feed. You have to be feeding people. You have to be feeding people. And feeding them with what? Feeding them with nonsense? Feeding them with rubbish? Feeding them with gossips? Feeding them with, feeding them with useless things? Feeding them with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. One of the words there, uh, 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 I think knowledge is there. Another one is understanding. One, one of the meanings of, of, of the word is, is like practical wisdom. Practical, it's like to teach them how to live. Knowledge and understanding. There and sakal. To feed them with dare and sakal. That is practically how do you live? Practically how do you conduct yourself? Because people have to be fed and taught how to dress, how to, how to appear godly. You're not unbelievers. You're not unbelievers. Come on, you're not unbelievers. You're not unbelievers. We don't celebrate unbeliever things. It's not nice. You know, so... so So you can see that there's a need for shepherds who would teach right things and the godly things and point people towards Christ, towards the cross. The symbol of Christianity is the cross. And the cross represents sacrificing. It represents suffering, losing. I mean, in your Christian life, you don't want to sacrifice anything. You want to be a Christian and appear like an unbeliever. And live like an unbeliever and do everything that unbelievers do. And then Sundays you come to church. That is not Christianity. 
That is not Christianity. You can't go clubbing on Saturday night, then Sunday you are sitting in church. Yes. Oh. How can you? How can you? You just you just gone club, you just gone drinking, just gone fornicating, everything. Then, then Sunday you just wear a belt over your trousers, then you come and sit down. The same trousers that you just took off to go and put to you. Sit down, sit down. Today I won't allow you to hijack my my service. Yes. Oh, but you see, you need shepherds. That is position of leadership. That means that you need strong voices. Strong. Shepherding part of shepherding is leadership. And if you are if you're gonna be a leader, you have to be strong. You need strong people, strong people in your, in your lives. I mean, some of us, you know, if you, had, if you had strong people in your life, even the course you study, you didn't have studied that course. Yes, because you didn't have a strong person in your life to say, no, this is what you are doing. Come on, this is what you are doing. You didn't have that. You didn't have that. So you've gone to study. Um, I don't know what you studied. I, do, I don't know what you study. You are saying I don't know what you study. Yes. yes. So the work of a shepherd, you see, the work it is a work of leadership. That you are, and leadership, leadership is strength. It's a strong arm. A strong arm that points in a particular direction. This is what it is. It's not a discussion. It's not a discussion. So it's, a, it's you being taught. Have you seen a mother feeding her baby before? It's not, it's not optional that you don't want to eat. You will eat. You have to eat it. You have to eat. Because if you don't eat, you will die. So when you are a shepherd, when you are a shepherd, and you are leading people into godly lives, teaching people how to be Christians, and you are all this softy, softy, diplomatic, you know, hey. what do you think, what they, you know, trying to be, trying to be uh, uh, um, humanly correct. Yes, yes, humanly correct. Come on. It says that, that you will feed them, feed, feeding, teaching people, leading people in knowledge and understanding. So in any case, I'm trying to explain to you the work of a shepherd. So when you become a shepherd, you also understand your work. You become a shepherd, so you understand your work. To feed with knowledge and understanding. To feed with knowledge and to, to make people eat knowledge and make them eat understanding. It's not a discussion or a suggestion. When you're feeding your child, is it a suggestion? Do you tell, do you tell your, your two-month-old baby that when you want, um, tell me, uh, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you the breast milk. Okay, when you want, when you're hungry, say it. And we're talking about baby people are baby Christians. So baby Christians. Yeah. They are baby Christians. Some of the people people are brought to the altar to marry, I can see that they are baby Christians. They should pray about it in the house. Hey. 
How do you know they are baby Christians? Just mind they are Christian. This one is a baby Christian. Because if you don't find something wrong with this, you must be a baby Christian. You are still, you know, you are still a baby. You have not renewed, your mind is not renewed. Because the Bible says there's a transformation when you got you get saved by the renewing of the mind. Do you understand the word transformation? Transformation means change. There's a change by the renewing of the mind. The mind means that your, your value system is renewed. The things you value, the things that are nice to you, it, it's changed. By the renewing of your mind, it's like, this is, this is no longer nice. Like, you can't do this. When you're in the world, then yes. But as you've grown up, you can't do it. You can say, no, 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 no I'm, I'm a believer. I can't do this. That is, that is, that's Christian. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? Your mind, how you think, what you like, what you don't like, the type of friends you have, the types of friends. Look, when I got saved, when I got saved, I've, I had not read Romans 12, 1 and 2. When I got saved, I changed all my friends. Like a lady would change her wardrobe when she puts on weight. Or, or when she loses weight. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Yes. Everybody, I did not, I did not even have one, one left. There was not even one left. Yes. The closest one was just across the street from where we live. It was my closest friend. He was out. He died a few weeks ago. Yeah. I was just sitting there thinking to myself, hey, this close guy, he's died, and I have no, you know, of course, he's sad that somewhere, but it's like, I have no, I mean, it's like, come on. Yes. You want to import worldly things, worldly friends, worldly everything into the church? Yes. The one you hear the preacher say you want to leave the church. Leave before we share the grace. See, sometimes the things you call spiritual, that is not what spirituality is. Yes. Yes. Disobedient, rebellious. Argue, debate over everything. You say you are spiritual. How can you be spiritual? Because you are not obedient, non-compliant to the word of God. To the word of God. How can you be spiritual? How, I mean, what, what's spiritual? I mean, what's spiritual? Then I'm lost. What is spirituality? I'm, I'm actually lost. What do you call spiritual? Your accent or what? You change your accent to space. a spiritual accent. <laughs> I mean, so. Five important conditions for becoming a shepherd. Okay. So that's, so remember we have five. So when you are shouting, know that there will be two more left. Okay. Energy. Energy. (laughs) So, five important conditions for becoming. The first one. We talked about it a bit um, last week. That is, a shepherd must have a desire. I really, I really, I really need you to um, see and notice that desire is actually a spiritual thing. It's not just, it's not just a feeling. Desire is like your interest. 
the things that you are interested in shows who you are and what you are. Your interests. Your interests reveal your maturity. You see, the other day, a brother, a brother, I keep saying that I don't know, I don't know, I don't know whether he's here. Because I can't remember who he was. I have to go and check. He sent me a message. What, 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 what did he say? He, he, said, he said that, I don't know where he was. But he said he's doing outreach. He said, outreach, outreach in this place is so difficult. And I was waiting to understand the difficulty. Then he, he asked, because the girls there, it's like Bishop, the girls there, they are so beautiful. So I just responded with one word, nonsense. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you see, it's like you are so low, you are so low, so carnal. I mean, you've gone out here talking about girls. You can't, you can't reach to a girl because they are beautiful. But where, 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 where do we have ugly girls so we can send you there to go and do outreach? I mean, where are the ugly girls? Where, where are they? I mean, show me which part, which part of, them, of the world has ugly girls or which part of England has ugly girls so you can go and do outreach there where there's no temptation. Instead of admitting that you have a problem, you are a carnal, you are a raw carnal being. And you even, have, you even have the guts to take to look for your bishop's number and send him such a message. They are beautiful girls, so outreach is very difficult. Maybe we should send you to hell to go and outreach there. Because everybody is screaming. You can't see beauty over there. <laughs> so, you see, so you, so you see that someone's interest is telling us who he is and what he is. Your interest, your desire. That you desire girls, that you desire anything that wears a skirt, you have a desire for it. Anything at all that wears a skirt. Don't let anybody deceive you. It's a problem. It's not normal. It's not normal. Don't let anybody deceive you that, oh, it's your age. It's your girl. You'll grow out of it. You'll be surprised you are 62 and you are, you, you are still, a, 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 I don't know the name they have for it. Desire, you see, desire, the feelings and the interest explains what spirit is at work in you. Desire. You see, God uses desire a lot to teach us and to judge. He, say, he says, he says to people, as we, Ecclesiastes it was, as you say, when desire shall fail. It's like, gets to a point, it gets to a point where you have, you have no desire for anything. It's almost like the uselessness and the vanity of life kills that all important trait in human beings that there's no more desire. Now you have no more interested in things. It's when people are, are depressed or have, they don't have desire for anything. There's no excitement. They're not excited about anything. When, when you see someone's desire is going down, there's a problem. Because you are supposed to have desire. Desire, desire is almost like the cock. It's like a clock in your life that tells you which direction you are headed for or which phase of life you are in, your desires. The difference is when you are in every stage of life, you have desire for something in particular. 
When you were you were a child, you had desire for, you had desire for Santa Claus and toys. As you grow up, then you see the desires change. You say it switches from this. Now you have desire and interest in something else. The way you move, they say the desire also changes into something else. And desire keeps changing. Then it gets to a point where desire fails. Yes. There's no more desire. So desire is a signal of how alive and alert you are and what phase of life you are at. So when, you, when now you are hearing shepherd, 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 you are expected to have a desire to become a shepherd. A desire to become a shepherd. A desire to be a leader. Yes, to be a leader. When I was in university, I was a leader. I was a leader in two different fellowships. Mm. Energy. 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 I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah. I used to lead dawn prayer meeting every day in the in the in the in the chapel for the accommodation. I have to leave dawn prayer meeting every day. I'm the one to give it. I dare not oversleep. Because if I'm not there, it means that today uh, a guy has, has slept. <laughs> yes. Every day. And then, and then Saturday, on Saturday, I'll leave prayer meeting in the stadium, the school stadium. Yes, I'll stand there and leave prayer meeting. Every Saturday. Mm-mm. Saturday one was for Assemblies of God. The everyday one was for anybody and everybody. Yes. You, you, you must rise up and be, have a desire to lead. Have a desire to work for God. Have a desire to serve God. And I was a student. I was a teacher. I was a student. We were all struggling with exams and everything. We're all struggling. We're all going for lecture, everything. But when it gets to dawn, Saturday, I am your leader. Come and get some prayer topics and pray. Come for some prayer topics and pray. <laughs> Come and get some prayer topics. Yes. Yes. If I'm led to, I'll lay hands on you. And say, hey, you have some problems in this school. Come on. Receive it. Your problem. Meanwhile, I also have problems. But I have to pray for them so that their problems will go. That also had problems. Yes. As I mentioned, my faith, maybe my problems will disappear. Yes. Yes. I'll be broke, but I'm half faith. Yes. So your desire, respect your desire. Both ways. When you have negative desire, you see, respect that this thing can destroy you so that you can come out of it. And when you have desire to serve God, respect it too and know that God is drawing you. Either God is drawing you or Satan is drawing you. So you have desire to serve God, to work for God, to do things for God. I like doing things for God. I like working for God. I like serving God. Yes, I like it. I like it. When I get the opportunity to do something, I like it. 
that like to do things in the house of God. It's called desire. And that desire has not failed. It has not dropped. It's not even decreased. I want to do more things. I want the opportunity to do more things. I've preached already. Yesterday I was yesterday I was somewhere I was preaching. I preached from around 1 p.m. to almost 5 p.m. Wow. yesterday. Yes. And I liked it. They're like, I liked it. I wasn't forced to do it. I wasn't forced to do it. I organize, I organize everything, venue, everything. I did all. Because I wanted to talk. Yes. I'm showing you the signs of desire that I have the desire to because there are some things too that when I don't want to do, I won't do it, I'll dodge it. Mm. You see me doing hide and seek. Means that this one I don't really enjoy it. But what I enjoy, I'll be there. So respect the desire. Respect the desire. Respect the desire. Because desire is there. It's the clock to tell you what time it is and what is happening in your life. When you are there, young man, you like, you like girls. There's a problem. You're, you're almost next to a dog. Even though because of another evil, you see, because of another evil, it makes one evil looks better. So because of the other, so we are even happy that you like girls. Yes, because of the other evils. We say, no, we prefer this one. It looks as if it would be easier to solve this problem. Yes. But you see, in both cases, notice desire and interest. The force and the power at work is desire. Why do you desire such things? Why do you like such a thing? How come you like such a thing? It's a force. So when you have the desire for God's work, let nothing quench it. Let nothing kill it off. Let nothing slow you down. Let nothing say to you, stop. Because, hey, look, you don't like the desire to do the work of God? You are saying to yourself, calm down. Somebody is advising you, calm down, slow down, take your time. Ask the person that when I take my time and the desire goes, you know the other desire that is coming. You have a desire to dance in church? You better dance. You better dance. Yes. You better dance. And not think that, oh, you know, I've danced enough or, you know, those kind of airs or what. You better dance. You, be, you better and you better dance all the time. Can't you see that I'm preaching all the time? Except I've, except I've traveled. It's a message to you. Yes, unless I've traveled, you see that I'm here. So you two, you have something to do, and you 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 you, are, you, are, you have a rotor. I do it today. You don't, if, you don't even know what you are doing in yourself. Thank you. First Timothy 3.1. Uh, it says that this is a true saying. 
if a man desires the office of a bishop, that's the office of an overseer, the office of a shepherd, he desireth a good work. Can you see the word desire? If you desire, look, if you see, if you see a flicker of interest, don't underestimate that thing. Yes. And as a pastor, to as a shepherd, it is my duty to encourage people who show interest. Because yeah. it's not everybody who will be interested. You would think everybody is it, but it's not everybody who will be interested. Yeah. So when I see somebody who is interested, that person is like a precious, precious stone. Because I know what that thing means. Yeah. I know what that thing means. That it, it is called desire and it is from God. When someone shows interest, I want to do this. Oh, I like to do this. Or can I do this? That thing. You see, that question. Everybody doesn't ask that question. Everybody says, it's my birthday. Say a prayer. But everybody doesn't say that. I want to join this. I want to do this. I want to work for God. I want to go to Bible school. I want to go on missions. Everybody doesn't talk like that. Because everybody doesn't go. If a man desires. You may think it's wrong to desire the office. It's not wrong to desire the office of a bishop at all. You must desire to become bishops. Amen. Mm-hmm. Lady bishops, uh, mother and, uh, and bishop. Desire all. Aim for it. Why do you want to aim low? Why, why do you, when, you go, when you go to the hospital, do you aim to be a consultant or you aim to be a cleaner? What are you thinking about? Your desire. Yes. Everywhere, any setup, everybody enters. You aim for the top. Yes, aim for the top. You don't aim for, I mean, that I should be, I should be a nobody. No. No, 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 no. You aim for that. You aim to do well. To go higher and higher. You get a beloved, you aim, do you aim that he just walks and then he just leaves you, or you aim that you will have a wedding. Even though your aim shouldn't be wedding, your aim should be good wife. Not wedding. A lot of people just aim for good wedding. After the wedding, then that's it. It's like you know. It's like each man for himself, God for us all. That's the first important condition. Is a desire. How many of you are going to respect desires now? How many of you are thinking about your desires? Yes. The things that move you by day and by night. When you are there alone, it's called desires. The things moving in you, desire. You feel like you feel like calling somebody. And you don't just make all then you're making video calls because you feel like Desire to be a basenta leader. Desire to be a basenta leader. Desire to be a basenta leader. Desire to have a service once a week. Weekday, weekday. You are, you have your service. Yes, people have come to you. You are the man of God or the woman of God that they have come to. 
have that desire Have that desire And God will bless the desire God will bless it God will bless the desire Yes I'm sure right from my student days I'm sure God can see that no, This man, this man He has a heart, he has a desire To do things for me Right, right from there, right from university I'm sure he can see Oh this man, let me So let me give him opportunities let me give you, you see, every little thing, if when you're faithful in a little thing, you'll be faithful in much. Amen. To give you something little, faithfulness, it's increased. It's increased, it's increased. That's how it is. Yeah. You don't want to be faithful in being a pulpit star, but you want to be faithful in, 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 in uh, taking over a nation. Can't tell you to wipe wipe that makeup off your face. Tone down that makeup. How do you expect? How do you expect to lead other people? You are, you want to teach other people? The funniest group of people on earth. Funny. I wish I have enough laughter to laugh. The funniest group of people are the people who boldly tell people that don't listen to man, don't listen to people. But are they spirits? If you are telling, some, telling somebody that don't listen to some, why should they listen to you? They are the funniest crop. They are the funniest crop I've ever seen on earth. That they have the boldness, boldness to say, don't listen to people, don't listen to this. Don't say, but but you, why should they listen to you? What right do you have to talk then? Then we should all shut up. Because nobody is supposed to be listening to. We should all shut up. The funniest crop on earth. Don't do this. It can't, don't do this. Don't do this. I mean, who are you? What are your credentials? One lady came to tell me that some Orangu pastor has come to their house to see, to see her mother. And, and whilst the person came, she was, she was at home. So this Orangu pastor, do you know Orangu? Yes. Orangu is a term. This Orangu tell, tells her that, look, um, don't listen to anybody, what people say. And I said, I said, what she was telling me, I said, oh, that's very, very good advice. She was shocked. She was wondering, why am I going with her? I said, it means I don't listen to him. Well, he said, you shouldn't listen to everybody. So don't listen to him. Follow what you've been following. Don't listen to him. Yes. You've gone to somebody's house, you're going to tell the you're going to uproot the person from her church. Rogue pastor. You're a rogue pastor. Do you know rogue pastor? Have you gone on a safari before? If you go to a safari on Masai Mara, you see the tour guide will show you rogue lions and rogue elephants. He said they are the most dangerous because they don't belong to any family. They're usually alone. A rogue lion is usually alone. He said they are the most dangerous ones. When you see them alone, usually they have families. Any fans family, but when you see a bull alone, he hasn't got any beloved for comfort. Hey. They are very, they are very aggressive, aggressive and irate. I mean, they are very, very because they don't have beloveds. So I mean, they are jealous and angry with the whole world. 
That's how some of these rogue pastors, that's how they are. They don't have a family, so they are just there. They want to talk to people's congregations and tell people's congregations what they want and what they feel. They don't have any congregation to teach them. Be a shepherd. Serve God. They don't have anything. So it's like, they decide, which I don't have, let me spoil everything everywhere. We are still talking about desire. Let me move on to number two. Okay. Number two. Because as you can see, because desire is it's going to take us one week to finish desire. The second important condition. How many of you have understood desire? How many of you realize that you have desires? How many of you realize that you have good desires? You have all along you had something that would take you to serve God. You didn't even know. Yes. Because you've been concentrating on the other desire. But concentrate on the desire to work for God and to do things for God. That's what, that's what you must focus on. Because that, it's also there. It's there powerfully. Feed it. Let it grow. Mm? Don't wait for the other one to end before you start. Start with the good one that is there. Yeah. Fan it. For it to burn more. Yes, you're going to burn. You're going to burn for cities and nations. Yes. Yes. Like John Wesley said, somebody asked him once that how come all these people come and listen to you preaching? Because he used to preach outdoors. Outdoor, it's outdoor, just stand something on the stone or something and just start talking. He said, How come all these people come and listen to you all the time? He said, Because I set myself on fire and they come and watch me burn. Yes. 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 I set myself on fire and they come and watch me burn. So from that desire, it will turn into flames. Crowds will come and watch you burning. That's the anointing. They'll come and see the anointing burning. They'll see the fire burning in you. Burning, burning, burning. Yes, burning. Spend time praying, praying about the desire. Oh God, I really want to be a pastor. Help me. Oh God, give me your spirit. I really want to be a pastor. I really want to be a... Oh God, fund that desire. Oh, fund it. Fund it. More than the desire for pornography. Don't mind that pornography desire. Fund this desire. You see, one day, you see people who have come. You'll be, you'll be preaching, you say that, wow, they've all come to watch you burn. Wow. Yes, you're on fire. They've come to watch you. As they are there, they can see flames coming out of your head. Flames of anointing. Flames of power. Number two. This time, number two for real. A shepherd must have a divine core. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 4. A shepherd must have a divine call. So the next stage, condition that you need in becoming a shepherd is that there has to be a call. There has to be a call. It says that, and no man taketh this honor. You see, it's an honor and a privilege to work for God. That is why, that is why when Esau when Esau gave up his birthright, which is the honor and the privilege to be a chosen person by God, that God is like, it's God who gave him the right to come first. When he despised that thing, he was described as a profane person. 
It's like someone who despises and looks down on religious sacred things. The Greek word used there is bebelos. Yes. Someone who despises sacred things. So described as a profane person. So you see the point we've just come from desire. That, that desire, that desire is a signal of God's call. Yes, it's a call. So it's, and it's, it's an honor. It's a, it's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege that God, God will include you in anything. But you do this. Even, even if it's looking after four people, a soul is a soul. And it's precious to God. A soul is a soul. You have four people? You have eight people? It's an honor. You have to think of it. It's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege. Never bebelose it. Never throw it away. No matter the situation, no matter conditions, no matter what men, women, no matter what whoever says or does to you. Separate, separate human beings and your human involvement from the call of God. Whatever happens, tell yourself, if for the sake of Christ and obeying God, I have to go through this and I'll go through it. Imagine Jesus saying, imagine Jesus saying that, ah, Pilate, Herod, I don't take nonsense at all. That is it, I won't die again. I won't die again. I'm going to town. I'm going to eat shish kebab. I'm going to town. Go to eat shish kebab. I won't die again. I don't take I don't take nonsense from people at all. This pilot and these soldiers. I mean, look, look how someone has spat on me. What nonsense is this? I won't die again. Imagine. But rather, his eyes, his eyes were on his calling. He was fixated on the call. But the, 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 the crown of thorns, the crown of thorns, the saliva, the insults, he was not deterred. The pain, he was not deterred because his eyes, his eyes were on the call of God. He was so focused on the call that it's God that is calling him. It's God that is calling him. He endured the cross. He endured it. Think about the glory and the honor that is lying ahead of him. That he has to go and sit by the right hand side of the father. He endured the cross. Respect the divine call. Otherwise, there are, a lot of, there are a lot of things that can bump you out. What was the verse saying? He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. He said, let Jesus be your example. Looking unto Jesus. No man should be able to bump you out of your calling. Or where God has planted you. No man, no insults, no comments. No despising, ridiculing kind of comments you want to bump you out of your core. Don't say somebody has blasted you so you won't come. I mean, blaster, who is, who is a master blaster? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if God are blasting you, you will serve God again. You are abandoning the core. When the scripture says that, it is an honor. No man taketh this honor upon himself. No man taketh this honor upon himself. 
But he that is called of God, he that is called, it means that when you have that honor, when you have that privilege, when you have that opportunity, when you have that seat and chair to sit on, remember, God has called. If God had not called, you wouldn't have it. When you have it, it's called the call of God. Looking on to Jesus. Give me looking on to Jesus. I want you looking on to Jesus. Looking on to Jesus. He's the example. It's not just I'm talking about looking on to Jesus. Looking on to Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. You don't want to endure the cross. Christianity is cross. It's cross. It's not pampering. It's not praises. It's not every day we'll say you, you, did, you did this well. You did this well. No. No, 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 no. Cross. You have to go through, carry the cross, endure the cross, despising the shame. It was embarrassing to be on that cross, eh? It must be shameful to be on that cross naked. I'm told this artist who put the cloth around him, but he was there naked. Yes. 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 Despising the shame. You, you don't want no shame. Then you don't want no calling. Then you don't want no calling. Don't want any difficulty. Then you don't want no calling. They don't want no calling. The calling is to carry your cross. Take up your cross. Any comes, take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross. You say you are called. As long as you say you are called here, cross. You are called, cross. You say you have a calling, cross. You have a calling, you want us to pamper you. Cross. You have a calling. You believe you have a calling. You think you have a calling. You don't have to say yes if you don't have a calling. You have a calling, cross. That is what he shared. Crosses. Crosses. Enjoy your cross. Sacrifice. Suffering. Dying. Losing. Pain. Shame. That is what it is. That is what it comes with. No pampering and praises. No soft landings. Crosses. Cross. You say you are called cross. Sacrifice that thing. Sacrifice it. Burn it out of your life. Get that thing. Get that person out of your life. So that you can be fruitful. You can't. You're finding a way. Finding a way to, you know, it's that we have to accept everything. So it's okay, you know, gently one day. No, 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 where is your cross? What have you sacrificed? What have you killed? What have you lost? What are the things that you have lost? You don't even want to lose your so-called personality or your um, rep- whatever you call your reputation, image, whatever you think you have acquired before the call came. You don't want to lose any of it. You want to come. It makes you puffed up. Because it's pride. Some of those things are not compatible with me. So you need to tell me you need to be deflated. And to be deflated, you need a deflator. You're preaching. Yes. Yes. And when you meet your deflators, don't be angry at them. They are just doing the service of God. Don't be angry at them. Because they have to punch a hole for you to be deflated. You have to be cut down to size. 
Yes. Because the way to life is narrow. You need to be cut down to life so you can fit on the road. Otherwise, you won't fit in. You are too big. You need a deflator to cut you down to size. So you can pass through easily. As you pass, you say, wow, my Lord and my God. This is it. Yes. This is it. Yes. You need the cloak of humility on constantly. Constantly. Constantly wearing it. John wrote a, 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 a book on it. He's talking about the cloak of humility. He says it's, it's, like, it's like an ugly mantle. It's not very nice. So he took it off a bit. When he took it off, then he realized that he couldn't hear from he couldn't hear from the Lord anymore. Couldn't hear from he couldn't receive that he couldn't hear from the Lord anymore. So he put it back on quickly. Then he said the Lord should repeat himself. He said no. He said no because you you dis, it's like you are despised. So he said I can't repeat myself. He said rather rather your enemies will teach you what you didn't hear me. Wow. Yes, your enemies will teach you. Wow. Yes, that's the school of hard knocks, eh? When you don't like, you don't like God to teach you, you don't like God to lead you, he said, I'll give you pastors who will feed you. They will feed. They really need to understand feeding. That he will, they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. You don't want them to feed you. You don't want them to feed you. Somebody else will feed you. Yes. Yes. Or something else will feed you. Yeah. Rather, you should thank God that he doesn't give up on you. He still has other ways of, of still saving you. The, the, enemies, the enemies that will teach you is called the mercies of God. You see, anytime you get a second chance or a third chance, it's called the mercies of God. That God is really showing you mercy. Yes. Respect the call. Respect it. That, that's what Desire is linked to call. Desire, I want to I feel like it. Don't feel special. Feel like a servant. Mm, feel like a servant. Be ready for anything. Anything, any day, any time. Be ready. It's called servant. Be a servant. Yes, be a servant. You like desire? It means call. Call means honor and privilege. And it means take up your cross now. Now take up your cross. Take up your cross now. Take up your cross. You want to be a Christian? Take up your cross. You think Christianity is what a party? Or do our life, double life. You can live here, live here, do everything, have everything and still go to church. You see, first laugh, first laugh. I mean, first laugh. First laugh is very, very nice. It's a very, very nice. First laugh, first laugh. First laugh. Of course, it's a nice church. But we have our crosses in our pockets. Yes. We, have, we have crosses we are carrying. Yes. Sacrifices that we are making. Yes. You see, it's, it's Paul, Apostle Paul who wrote and he said, I die daily. I die daily. Yeah. Catherine Coleman, you know Catherine Coleman? You know Catherine Coleman? You know Catherine Coleman? You know Catherine Coleman? You sure? You know Diana Ross? Catherine Coleman. Catherine Coleman. I'm told before she comes on stage, there's like a curtain. 
know, before she comes out. And she said, I'm going to read one of her books. She says that she, when she stands there, before she comes onto the stage, she says that she died. She said, I die a thousand times. I die a thousand times before I appear on the stage. Because if you don't die, the Holy Spirit can't take over. The anointing can't take over. The power of God can't take over. We can't see the power of God. Yes. Some of us, the opportunities we have in church, the things we have in church, maybe it hasn't dawned on you that it's called ministry. That God is here to use you. That's why, that's why you even want to paint yourself and promote yourself and bring, bring yourself as you, are, as you are there. As you are there. As you are there. It's like, it's like we see you. We can't see God. Because you see, you are not dying a thousand times that Lord. You see, if it, if it the prayer that God as I go, let it not be me. Let it be you. Let it be you. Let it be you. But you have time, you have time in your house to choose, to choose green lipstick. That today I'm going with green lipstick. When somebody is saying that I die daily, you, you, are, you are rather promoting yourself. You are becoming more alive. When we see you and say, we say, yes, she has come. Hey. Queen of Sheba is here today. Hey. Hey. Queen of Sheba is here today. Today, Queen of Sheba has come. <laughs> you are too alive to be used by God. You are too alive, too self-conscious. Self-conscious, self-preserving. You like yourself. You want to present yourself. You want to promote yourself, sell yourself. If there's too much of you for us to see God, it's not going to work. You've, lo- you've, you've, left, you've left your cross somewhere. You have come with lipstick. Lipstick and hips. As you, are, as you are doing whatever, we can't even receive any ministration or any spirit. We can receive you. Yes, because you don't want it to also go off. So you, you can't even open your mouth and sing properly for God because you need the, the green. Yes. Look at, look, look, at what, look at what an apostle is saying. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. Die daily. I die daily. Kathy Kuma said, she said that I die a thousand times, a thousand deaths before I appear. I'm sure she remember. I'm like this, oh God, mercy. I'm like this, God, mercy. Oh God, as I'm going to clap, hey God, do you be the glory? Oh, let this, I mean, it's like, he, you, have to, you have to talk to yourself, rebuke yourself, correct yourself a thousand times before you appear. So sometimes it's like they are singing over and over again. They welcome so but she's not coming because she needs to. She can say, I have to die again. Because if I step out there, it will be me. It will be showtime. Here I am, I've come, showtime. This is me, showtime. No spirit. So you see, no spirit. Number three. Are you respecting the divine call? Yes. Mm. You know there are five. We've only reached three. Okay. Did I give you Romans 10.1 for the other one? Yeah, you can read Romans 10.1. For the divine call. 
It says that, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that it must be saved. I'll show you that there's a desire. And then there's ministry. The desire leading to the core. The desire now is that he's entered into prayer. He has a desire now. He's actually doing the ministry by praying. It's called intercessory prayer. Interceding for the nation for them to be saved. Number three. A shepherd must have a willing commitment. Sights and sounds of London. A willing commitment. Yes. You must want to. And you must be willing. Look, the summary, the summary of this thing is that count it a privilege. When God calls you, when God chooses you. Yes. And God will use a man to give you the opportunity. God will use a man to give you the opportunity to do something. Do something. You do this. You, you do this. You don't do this anymore. Do this rather. God will use a man. How else? How else? Did Samuel not go to Eli to go and ask him that, look, you've been calling me. Speak the truth. Old man, speak the truth. You've been calling. He said, look, what you are hearing is called the call of God. Yes. That's why you need fathers in your life to point out the call and to explain the call and to guide you on the path of God. You need, you need fathers in your life. Because all he knew is that once he hears his name, it means that a man is calling him. What you are here, he said, next time you hear your name, say, speak thy servant. Hear it, speak thy servant. Hear it. In other words, say yes to the call. So he's teach, he taught him willingness, that be willing to answer the call of God. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 9. must be willing and you must be committed. Have you seen 1 Corinthians 9 verse 15, 16, 15. Okay, but I have used none of these things. Neither have I written these things that it should be so done unto me. For it were better for me to die than that any man should make my glory in void. Verse 16. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me Woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. Verse 17. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my reward, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. Either way, in other, either way you have to do it. <laughs> yes. Either way you have to do it. Show, show it to us in English. Maybe people will understand it. Yes. Try it again. Try it again. In case you're about to say, oh, okay, they say if I'm not willing, I can't I can go. No, if you're not willing, a dispensation of the gospel is that like you're going to be held responsible. So in other words, you better be. He said, if I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I'm simply discharging the trust committed to me. I think you're making it worse. <laughs> if I do this voluntarily, I have a reward. If I if against my will, I have a, I have a stewardship entrusted to me. Yes, yeah, so still, it's, this is better, isn't it? I think we like in James. Okay, take us to King James. We like in James. We like in James. So you need 
the willingness and then you need the commitment. It's two things. Two things. You have to be willing. And when you are willing, be committed. That's be devoted to it. And your commitment must not be fair weather commitment. You see how everybody comes out when the sun is out? You should understand fair weather committed more than anybody else on earth. Because you know what it is like when the sun is out. Or everybody becomes friendly. Everybody says hello. As soon as, as soon as the weather is not fair, it's not sunny, nobody says hello, everybody becomes grumpy. Uh-huh. So your commitment to the ministry must not be fair weather commitment. That is, you're only happy when things go well. That's when you are flowing. That's when things, because things are going well. Things are in your favor now. No, even when things are not in your favor, you must flow. You must flow, you must be happy. Even when your wife is not, is not helping you, you must still be in the ministry. When she's helping you, be in the ministry. When uh, you have a job, be in the ministry. When you don't have a job, be in the ministry. When you have a receipt, God forbid, you never have a, a receipt. But whatever it is, still be, still be there. Be active, serving God. When your husband doesn't answer your calls anymore and tells her, look, I'm busy, still be in the ministry. Don't be, be sitting in the house and argue and say that, you know, when we're beloved, every call, I said, I told you, I'm not a doctor, but I'll be checking on you. Anytime I check on you, you respond. This, that. Now that we are married, now you say you are busy, you don't yeah. answer my call anymore. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Either way, either way, mm. either way, let not your commitment be fair weather. The church church is not a marriage bureau. The marriages are a side effect. Do you understand side effect? It's a side effect of the main thing. And we like it. We like the side effect. It's not that we don't like it. We like the side effect. And there shall be side effects. Mm. There shall be more marriages. Yes. Yes. It's not the main reason. You can't decide that because of uh, because of uh, uh, marriage. Uh, I'm I'm leaving the church. What, what is wrong with you? You are leaving the church and going where? where? Where are you going? To a marriage community. Yes. I don't know. I mean, show us so I can send some of the people there. They'll just come and shop and bring it back. It cannot be fair weather commitment. It has to be marital commitment. Marital commitment. Like marriage. We are in we are in it till death do us part. You think you think um, when you answer the call, you say that then Satan will leave you alone. No, he's going to try. That is why you also have to be determined. You have to be determined. You have, to be, you have to be determined like Alexander the Great. That I cannot be bumped out. Develop stamina like a mountain goat. See, I am not, I am not giving up. I'm not retiring. This is my call. This is my church. This is my base. I have sheep. I have sheep here. I have sheep. I have people I'm looking after. God has called me and given me people to look after. How can you approach me because I'm 27 and a half and I don't have a beloved? So you're approaching me. You're taking me where? 
seven and a half. But you got a beloved in Jesus' name. Receive it one. Receive it two. Receive it three. Receive it four. Oh, you get, cry, you get. I'm telling you, you get. A willing commitment. A willing commitment. Willingness, I want to. I like to. I love to. I want to. I like to. I love to. That is willing. I want to. I want to. I like it. I love it. I want it. I like it. I love it. That is willing. I want it. I want it. I want it. You see how you sisters, the brother has not even said anything, but you've decided already that he likes you. Mm. That's how you must be towards God. You've not even seen the call properly, but it's like, hey, God has called me. Me, God has called me. 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 Hey. Yes. Of this is you see the sister, somebody just sends one text. Hello, two, hi. This. No, they say that we are talking. We've been talking. Meanwhile, when you check the phone record, it's hello. Hi. How are you? That's it. No, the, the conclusion. We are talking. We've been talking. We've been talking. It's because they want to. They like to. And they love to. They like it. There's a willing commitment. There's a willing commitment. There's a mighty willing commitment. Yes. You don't finish saying hello. You, you start with H-E-L. It's like, ah, we are talking. We are talking. We've been talking. You see them say, hey, Bishop, we've been talking. Bishop, he's been talking to me. And I think I like him. Bishop, what do you think? Hey. And he doesn't even know. I want to ask somebody once that, oh, this sister says that. He, he said, who? He said, he said, this, is, this is what we couldn't, re, we couldn't report by. I couldn't report by that. He doesn't even know who you are. Yes. He, 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 he genuinely, it's not like he's pretending. It's not like he's pretending just playing around. He genuinely didn't know who we're talking about. He said, he said who? Who? That is why when you go through the phone record, you see, it's just hello, some question about something. That's it. But you see, there, there's a way, it's like there's a willing come that if this guy should ask, hey, I'll, I'll drink him, I'll drink him like, like super malt. <laughs> yes. Sit down, number four. I pray there will be a willing commitment. Yes. Yes. I pray you will be, like the scripture says in Isaiah 6, say that here I am, send me. Not here I am, send them. Here I am, send me. Choose, choose me, use me. 
choose me and use me. Number four. No problem. Number four, a shepherd. Ah, yes, energy. Energy. I need a booster. Number four, a shepherd must have a godly character. Take your time, take your time. Hmm. You know, there is, he says here, there is no substitute for godliness and a a good character. Your faithfulness is the cornerstone of your ministry. Yes. You need godliness to be a good shepherd. Godly, like God. Friendly, like a friend. Yes. Yes. Godly. The godly character. Not, not talent. Maybe you haven't noticed, but this church, this ministry, this commission, we don't do talent and gifts. No, 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 no. We are attracted to faithful people. So faithfulness is a godly trait. We are attracted by faithful people and loyal people. Constant, consistent. I'm I'm, I'm not attracted by gifts, talent, this. It doesn't doesn't impress me. It puts me off. It kills something in me. I'm interested in who are you? Who are you? What are you up to? What I see here, is that what you are there? Wow. Yes. Godly character. No talent. No, no, no talent. No skill. Anybody can have it. Madonna has it. Madonna has a gift. Whitney Houston has a gift. Are you better than them? Messi, Messi has a gift. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Then we should appoint all these people as pastors and as ministers in the church. Well, they have the gifts. Hurricane has a gift. Yes. 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 I can mention people who have gifts. Yes. 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 I saw a documentary about um, Divas. Yes. So I was sitting there watching them, different ones. Do you see them? I mean, I mean, the ladies who are, have really had the gift, eh? The gift and the money and the things they have done. Yes. So you can imagine such a person comes to the church and we say that, come and minister. No. Godly character. You need a godly character. And I'm pointing you to a godly character. It's called faithfulness. Be faithful. Be faithful to God. Be faithful to God. In private, in secret, be faithful to God. Then in openly, be faithful to God. Be, be the same. The meaning of faithful is the same. Be the same. Here, the, what you are here, be the same there. What you are on Sunday afternoon, be the same on Monday afternoon. And especially Saturday afternoon, be the same. Be the same. 
as a godly person. So that when we see you on Saturday, we can't record with you. Who is this? Then Sunday, suddenly a man of God has appeared. No, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You need godly character. You need that thing. You need that thing to be a shepherd, to be used by God. You need godly character. Don't throw it out of the window. Don't say that, no, it's not necessary. It is necessary. It is important. And we are looking for it. And that's how you, you see people, you see people with time. Over time, then they, they start, they, they become, sometimes you wonder, why is this person not even doing well? Why is this person not doing well? Because the person is, has a dual character. The person is not consistent. The person is not the same. This is not the same. What you see, what you see on Sundays is not what it is from Monday to Saturday. Wow. Wow. The person doesn't even have their quiet time. No quiet time, no prayer, nothing. Acts chapter 1. We are finishing. Acts chapter 1 verse 21. Wherefore of these men which have companied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. Verse 22. Beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us must be one must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. See, they're trying to choose a replacement for Judas. And they're saying, this is the person who qualifies. Somebody who has accompanied with us. Somebody who has been around since, since first love started. No gift. No gift. Or talent. Or talent. Yes. Dundan has been with me since first love started. I mean, if you don't mind me using as an example. Yes. She has been with me since first love started. There's not even, even one, one second when she has said to me, I'm not happy, I'm leaving the church or I'm doing this. There's nothing like that. There's never been like It doesn't also mean that every day in her life has been Christmas. Now, advise me why I should choose you over here. Give me a verse. Give me, just give me a verse. You may be taller than her. You may be, you may be darker than her. You may sing better than her. You may do so many things. But when I read my Bible, it says that of these which has accompanied with us all the time. There is, then it gives from the beginning, from the beginning, from the, from the, job, the baptism of John to the day when Christ ascended up high. Who has been around? That's the question. Who has been around? Who has been around? Wow. Who has been around? Who has been around? That's what you look for. You look for who has been around? Who has been around? Yes. Who has been around? Yes. More I was in Atlanta when I reached out. I reached out to him through, through Instagram. Hey. Wow. I saw him post a picture and I said, I don't know, I said, ah, this this, this guy is my sheep. He's my church member. He's my, wow. he's my child. Wow. So I asked him a question publicly on Instagram. Wow. And I end the pastor. 
He's been there. Were you there on Tuesdays when he was around? North K, when I'm preaching, you'll be shouting, the thing that you are saying, that's it. (laughs) You see, I'm trying to get your eyes to see. Your eyes to see. What the basis of choices. Because you may have another thing that, oh, but um, this, I'm more powerful. Hey, thank you, you are more powerful, but we're not looking for power. We're looking for faithfulness. 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 Godly character. Faithfulness. Yes, faithfulness. We're not even looking for virgins. We're looking for faithfulness. Let's be Faithful. Because even, even if you slip, you make a mistake. It's going to be a test of your faithfulness. Will you stay? Will you stay? Will you stay? Will you say sorry and just be there? Just be there like a lamp. You don't have to wear a, a sheepish face, but just at least you are there. It's like I'm there. I'm not angry. I'm here. I know, you know, I'm your mercy. <laughs> is it that, that thing? Is it that thing alone? It's a godly trait. Yes. That there's remorse, there's repentance. Not, not pride, not pride of I can't think how many times every day you are correcting me every day. One, one sin, one small sin, one small sin, one small mistake that I made every morning. I go, what? I've had enough. I'm going to Google up uh, International Delight. Hey, hey. No, no, no. You use character to build ministry. Not gift. Use character. Character. One correction. He said you won't be in the choir again. Because of one correction, you'll be in the choir again. Take your voice. Even when they're quiet, there are so many, we don't even hear your voice. It's your privilege. It's your privilege. Let us choose some. Let us choose somebody who is full of fire and anointing. Is that what he says? Let us choose somebody who is gifted and talented and skilled. Let us choose somebody that when he preaches, the word cuts. He uses Hebrew words and Hebrew and Greek. He comes to church every time with 26 translations. And a Greek dictionary and a Hebrew dictionary. And the last time he brought an Aramaic Bible. Let us choose somebody. Let us choose somebody like that. No. No. Let us choose somebody who has accompanied with us. Somebody who has been around. He has been around. We just know that this person is around. He's just been there. We don't even know what they do, but they've just been around. That is the person to choose. That's the person to choose. That's the person to choose. Those of you who are looking for beloveds, you you want the new girl. Permit me, permit me to tell you that it's a very dangerous thing. The girl who has been around, that we know her problems, we know her, we've seen her rudeness, we've seen her happy times, we've seen her everything you don't like. She's better. 
I would strongly recommend that girl who has been around and she's there. Because what she has is called faithfulness. It's a godly trait. That's what she has. You want a new girl. You want a new girl. The new one that has just come with, with this place. And that place. When she moves like this, ooh, and she moves like that. Ah. The distance. When she passes by, you don't want you don't want to look, but you look from and then as she's going that you can hear to whom to to whom for to whom does it belong to to whom to to whom for to whom does it belong to whom to to whom for this is a song that will be ringing in your head is she taking or is she available because I can see I can see some cushions There is hope that my migraine will go. I can see some cushions. So as she's going, say, to whom to, to whom for, to whom does it belong to, to whom to, to whom for, to whom does it belong to. (laughs) You want to whom to? You want to whom for? You want to know who he belongs to? Yeah. Go and take care. You see, the owner will come. <laughs> you see, the owner. You don't like those who have been around. But you say, oh, this one, she doesn't change her hair often. Does it, how, 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 what does it take to advise somebody that change your hair? What does it take? What's the joke? <laughs> yes. I mean, what, what does it take to advise them? Some of, some of the things, they just take advice. It, it's advice. And that even, that even makes, will make the person feel that you really care. You really care. Oh, that's why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I mean, like this. You know, advice. You know, when something happens, when you're corrected, be patient. Be patient. Be calm. The person just needs an advisor. Yes, but as for faithful, the person has been faithful. You don't like that. You won't. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> so, Shepherd, you must have been around. Okay. This one is a quick one. Josh, do you want me to join pulpit stars? <laughs> I'll join it if you bring that song. <laughs> okay. The final one, the fifth and final one is. The wife of a shepherd must be qualified for ministry. So you see, if you are serious about ministry, be careful who you choose. If you are serious about ministry, really, if you are that serious about ministry, you want to do it, be careful who you choose. 
Because that person will make a difference. Don't think the person will make it. The person will make a difference. If you marry an accuser, you will be, you will be weak. You see, the scripture says that strength has come because the accuser of the brethren has been cast out. It means that the presence of the accuser brings weakness. And diminishes your strength and your ability. There are some things you can't do. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation. That is deliverance. Like free. We are, we are free. Salvation has come. And then strength has also come. And then the kingdom of our God and the power of Christ. Come and see anointing. That these things has come because the accuser is cast down, wow. which accused them before our God did. See, when you are with somebody every day, you don't do this, you are not like this, you didn't do this, complain about church, complain about this, and you talk to everybody, you don't have time for it. Meanwhile, you have time for it from Monday to Saturday. Sunday, that you are concentrating on your few sheep. She's saying you should take her to Nando's. Be very, be, be very, very careful who you choose. That's if you are serious about ministry. If you're not serious about ministry, you can't take anybody. But if you are serious, I, I need you. I need you to become sensitive to comments that are made, comments, corrections. Every time, every time there's something that has to be resolved, there's a problem, an issue that has to be resolved. Gloomy, depressive. Unhappy, you don't even know why the person is just unhappy, gloomy, dull, depressed, complaining, nothing, happy about nothing. When you meet as if you've met your, your grandmother, have you had your quiet type? What memory verse is it today? I mean, what problem is this? And if you think it's going to stop, it's going to get worse. Let that band go on the finger. Hey! That's when you will see that, yes, grandma is in the house. So, beloved, you are asking him for verses. As if you, you know any verse. If the verse you are asking for from him, if he makes a mistake, will you be able to tell that he's made a mistake? Miss show off. But you see here, it's saying that Salvation has come. Strength has come. The kingdom of our God, which is power righteousness, has come. And then the power of his Christ has also come. Why? Because the accuser is out. When an accusing person is out of your life, eh, your ministry is different. Your ministry will be different. When an accusing person is present in your life, it it throws a blanket over your ministry, over your glory, your anointing, everything that God can use it for, it's, it's cut off. Because there's somebody in your life that is controlling you. You are, you are limited. You are, reduced, you are reduced to what the person permits you to do. And don't say, don't, don't think, say, I'm a man, I'm a not. Oh, you're, you're a child. If you thought that, you're rather a child. Yes, you're rather a child. First Timothy chapter three. Yes. So if you are serious about ministry, take your time before you choose. 
I know that you are choosing a wife, not a shepherd. <laughs> I think they just understood the point. Yes, they just got it. Yes. Yes. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, up to teach. Jump, jump to verse 10. Jump to verse 10. And let these, let these also first be proved. Then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. Verse 11. Even so, must their wives be grave, not slanderous, sober, faithful in all things. Yes. Even so, must their wives, their wives also. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wives, look at it carefully. And wives to be. I prophetically call you wives. You're all wives. Wives. Look at it carefully. It says be great. Look, give us, try NLT. In the same way, their wives must be respected. Do you, do you know to be respected doesn't mean that put your nose in the air and expect everybody to call you mommy. It means be respectful. Be somebody who attracts respect. Nobody, nobody respects poo unless you're not uh, well. When you finish, you flash it away. Nobody respects poo unless you're not well and you need a sample. So you can't just reject them and say, I am I'm the, I'm the wife of the bishop, so I must be respected. Or I'm the wife of the pastor, so I must be respected. When you are the lead complainer, when, when the so-called person that you are trying to derive glory from, you don't even attend to him. You don't even care two hoots about him. Do you know two hoots? Boom, boom. You don't even care too about the person. Yet when we get into the church setting where the person has, has labored by the grace of God and got a seat that you want, you want, to, be, you want, you want to join in hey. and say we are joint heirs. Hey. Yes. Where we are coming from, he's, he's received abuse and insults before he's He is coming and he's preaching under the grace of God. No support, no backing, no comfort from you in particular. As he's, stand, as he's standing there, it's him and God. Wow. Wow. Do, you have, do you have contemporary English version? <laughs> C-E-V, you have C-E-V. If you don't have CEV, I have CEV on my iPad. I can read it. Do you want to hear CEV? Okay. Do we have it or should I read it for my... I can read it for you. So how would I know if she has it or not? How am I supposed to know? 
You don't. Okay. I have it. You must have translations on your iPad. Look, it says that. Verse 10 says that. They must first prove themselves. Then if no one has anything against them, they can serve as officers. Then verse 11. Women also be serious. <laughs> yes. that's, the, that's the actual meaning of grave. Grave means serious. So women also be serious. It's like be serious Christians. Stop playing around. Stop joking. Stop wasting your time on things that are carnal and natural and unimpressed. Of course, a lady must look. A lady must look at a lady. She should look at a boy. So don't, don't misunderstand that point. Too. But be serious. Be serious with God. Be serious with the ministry. As much as we want ladies to look like ladies. If you need hair, buy hair. Because the hair, the hair of a lady is her glory. Yes. Summertime, don't wear jumper unless you have asthma. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It's just a joke. Yes. yes. Wear dresses. Colorful dress. Look like a lady. Look colorful. Nice. Maybe, maybe winter disguises some of your gifts. So it's summer that God, by his grace, the weather will permit you. I'm not saying that come naked. I think you understand what I'm saying. Look, be serious. Yes. So I'm saying that look like a girl, but still be a serious Christian. Yes. I mean, a serious Christian girl doesn't mean that you, you, look, you look like uh, uh, the British army in Afghanistan. want any buffalo soldiers around. Okay, it has come. So, God bless you, darling. It says that women must also be serious. Be serious. Then it says that they must not gossip. Or, are you listening? Or be heavy drinkers. And then you see the godly character. And they must be faithful in everything they do. They must be faithful in everything they do. They must be faithful in everything they do. They must be constant. They must be reliable, dependable, the same in everything they do. They must be the same. In other words, they must be good wives at home. As God is using them in the church. When we check with their husbands, my husband say, oh yes, she's such a wonderful person. Sometimes I even feel she's so tired. I even need to help her. Because she's so helpful. She's not, doesn't complain. She's not there. She's, I mean, she's good at home. Everything they do. Everything they do. Everything they do. Everything they do. Yes. Listen, as I ask husbands, people's husbands, people who are 
LPs and whatnot. Ask the husbands, what's she like? Is she nice? Is she good? Yes, I ask. Because what's the point of putting up a show in public and then you are, you are, you are rubbish at home? What was the use of it? Ask. I tell husbands, if, they mis- if he, she misbehaves, tell me. Me, I can sort her out. I tell them. Rightly so. Yes. Rightly so. Yes. Yes. I have husbands who write letters to me once a year. They write it on my birthday. They write letters to me to thank me for their wives. And the, the treatment and the things they are receiving in the house. And I say, and I say, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Yes. They tell me the things they receive, the treatment, the ministrations, the food, the different types of food. You see, some homes food is cooked once if it will be cooked. Pray, pray that it's not cooked at the beginning of the week. So if you cook that, you eat it uh, into the following week. You eat it, uh, you eat it. Uh, if there will be food. Yes. Women must also be serious. Yes, be serious. Join the ministry. We expect the wives to also be basenta leaders. To be in the choir, to be in dancing stars, to be in film stars. We expect the wives to be serious. Be serious in church. Don't just choose. Don't just choose. Don't just take anybody. Don't just take anybody because it will affect you. You'll be be surprised you'll be dismantled. All your energy, all your energy will be to make, to survive in this marriage. You can't even pray for church growth or pray for anybody in the church. All your, it's like, look, it's like you don't want this shame. All your prayer must be for, it's like this woman, this woman, you'll be wanting this woman at all. Does she hear that? Does she understand the preaching? They must not gossip or be heavy drinkers. Yes. I don't know why I didn't say to the men that don't gossip because women seem to talk more. Yes. Isn't that true? You talk more. Idle, idle, tactless. Yes. Talk. Talk. That's why women are more wary of other women than they are of guys. Yes. Okay. Say, mm, they are talking about me. Say, you, you don't. You, ladies, they take that. You, you don't understand. I saw the way they were looking at me when we arrived. They were looking. They look. They looked at me from the from the crown of my head to under my feet. Even though they are walking, they saw the under their feet. The me, I'm a guy. I'll never notice such a thing. How somebody is looking at me, or how somebody is not looking at me, what I'm wearing. I, I mean, if you look, look, I'm here. It's not like I'm hiding. I'm here. I've came. Don't be gossips and don't be heavy drinkers. Those of you who have been drinking, yes. 
and they must be faithful in everything they do. So what's the first thing? What's the first condition? Number one is what? Desire. Desire. Do you have respect for desire from today? Number two is what? Divine call. Divine call. Divine call. Divine call. Divine call. Divine call. Okay, it's a call. It's a call of God. Divine call. Number two is what? Divine call. Okay. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Number three is what? Willing commitment. Not fair weather commitment. Willing commitment. All seasons. All seasons. All times of your life. Willingly available. Willingly available. And number four is what? Godly character. Ah, yes. Godly character. And number five is what? The wife of the shepherd must must be qualified for the ministry. Yes, and I've showed you the qualifications from the Bible. Yes. So when you are choosing, those of you who have chosen already, pray about it. Yes. Those of you who have chosen already. It's called the cross before me. The world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. Yes. That is those who are married, though, not beloved. Not the beloved, you can walk out any day. Oh. Why? Did you, do you think I was talking about beloved? No. Oh, at all. Why? What verse is that? One rudeness. And if you're a serious brother, one rudeness, you walk away. Yes. Don't, 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 don't try and prove things with your life. Things that are written already. Don't try and prove it with your life. Yes. You need one attitude. And say, you say, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We want first love marriages to be nice. Yes. So that's why I said, take your time and choose and choose the right person. As we are talking, the ladies are also listening. So they will delete rudeness from their lives. Yes. They are not fools. Delete, you, see, you, see, there's no, you see how sweet they are? Every, every Sunday, they'll bring, you, they'll bring you special communion. They'll tell them that I have one. This one for you. Yes. And then when you ask them, where did you get it? They'll say, oh, I stole it from church. <laughs> then you tell them, no, I cannot marry a thief. <laughs> No, they are, they are, the ladies are listening. So they can know that, no, these days the brothers, hmm, they've become very, very wise. Very, 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 very wise. And those who are married already were saying that, oh, Bishop, you didn't preach this before we married. <laughs> One grumpy face. Say, thanks. But no All too soon. All too soon. All too soon. Look, guys, stand to your feet and let's close the service. 
Those upstairs, you don't seem happy. Why? Are you happy? Okay, then let me hear you clapping upstairs. Okay. Okay, beautiful. 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 I want you to pray for yourself. I want to pray for ourselves that we will be good shepherds. That we will be good shepherds. That we will be good shepherds. That Lord, use us to be good shepherds. Use us. Use us to do your will. Use us, oh God. Many flock God has to join us. To join us. He needs shepherds. Need shepherds. Give yourself to him today. Give yourself to him today. The Lord, use me, Lord. 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 Use me, O God. Use me, O God. You can use me, Lord. You can use me, O God. You can, you can, you can, you can. Use us, O God. Let the grace of shepherding be strong amongst us. Let it be strong amongst us. Let it be strong amongst us. Let the anointing of the shepherd be strong amongst us, O God. Let it be strong. Let it be strong. Let it be strong. Let it be strong amongst us, O God. Use us, O God. Use us, O God, to be shepherds, to gather your flock, to gather your flock, your flock yet to be saved, your flock yet to be established, your flock yet to be planted in your house. Use us to gather them, Lord. Use us to gather them, O God. Use us to gather them, O God. Use us, O God, to gather them. Everybody praying. Everybody praying, no movement, we are praying, we are praying, upstairs, downstairs, we are praying. Talk to God, talk to Him, talk to Him, talk to Him. You can do more, you can do more, you can do more, you can do more, you can do a little bit more, a little bit more, you can. Come back to Jesus. Come back to your call. Come back to your desires. Come back to it. God is drawing you. God is drawing you. Come back to Him. Come back to His work. Come back to His work. Come back. Come back. The laborers are needed. Come back to Him. Come back to Him. Work for Him. Serve Him. 
Natasaya, 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 Tasati Patasaya Patasaya, Pasataya Patalaba Kapatasaya, Piado Sama de Patasayi Patasayapa, Padoma Laba Diva Kapalapatisa, Pradesh Otaya, Pradesh Omita, Pradesh Omita, Pradesh Omiko Matanda Labada Libaka Lafandaya. Lado sanda labla diba kapatanda laba diba kapafata. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the shepherding anointing, Lord. Let it fall on us, Lord. Let it come on us, Lord. Let the shepherding grace. Let it increase on us, Lord. Let it increase on us, Lord. Let it increase on us, Lord. Give us more, Lord. Give us more of the shepherding grace and the shepherding anointing, O oh God. Let it touch every single person here, Lord. Let there be an opportunity to gather for you, to gather for you, to gather that those, to gather those that need to be gathered, Lord. Use us to gather them, Lord. Use us, O oh God. 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 Mafimatoshi patala patasaya. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for your blessing. And thank you for the shepherding anointing and the shepherding grace, Lord. That it will be strong. It will be strong on this congregation. It will be known as good shepherds, anointed shepherds, mighty shepherds. Thank you for this great privilege and honor that you give to us to gather your flock into your house oh God we are willing we are available we want to be used use us oh God use us oh God in Jesus name I pray now I want to pray for you I want to say a special prayer for you you are here somebody invited you to church or you've been coming to church but deep in your heart you know that you are not saved you are not born again you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus today I want to surrender my life to the lordship of Jesus Christ today may be your first time maybe your second, third, fourth it doesn't matter but you know deep in your heart that you are far from God you want a relationship with God and you want to say pastor pray with me I want that relationship with God I want to be born again I want to be saved I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be close to God. If you are here like that, no matter who you are, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to lift up your right hand very quietly and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand, wherever you are. God bless you. Just lift up high so I can see you. High, higher. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Jesus. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you all. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. From the sides, from upstairs, wherever you are, I want you to walk to me right here in the front. Come. Come to me in the front. Come. Come. You lift up your hand. Come. 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 Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand. 
that you wanted, you wanted to give your life to God. Still come. Still come. Join us as we are coming. We are coming from everywhere. So come as well. Come as well. Come. 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 It's beautiful. Salvation. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Salvation. Salvation. It's a beautiful thing. Come. 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 Keep coming to Jesus. It's Jesus who is calling. Jesus is calling. Jesus is drawing you. The desire you have is from God. Like we talked about, the desire is God. It's God. It's God. It's God. It's God. It's God. It's God who is drawing you. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus from wherever you are. You are still in your seat there. But you have a desire to come and give your life to Jesus. I want you to obey and come now. Come quickly. I'm waiting for you. Come quickly. Yes, come. Come. You will never be sure until you come. The only way to be sure is when you come and give your life to Him. Don't be there and say, Am I, am I saved? Am I not saved? You will only know if you make this step and come forward. Come now to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, I want to thank you for salvation. I want to thank you for all this life that you have touched to bring them and to draw them to you, Lord. Draw us even closer, Lord. Draw them deeper, Lord. Take them deeper into you, O oh God. Let your plan, let your plans for them be activated from today, Lord. Let them see your plan. Let them see your purposes. As you have drawn them to you, Lord. Let them know that it is you who is calling them and drawing them to you, Lord. For a new life and for a better life. Thank you for salvation and thank you for your blessing. Now I want us all to say this prayer together, especially those of us in front. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for choosing me. And thank you for saving me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes. I believe in Jesus. Say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me and rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I will serve you. And I will serve you alone. Say, Satan, I rebuke you. And I cast you out of my life. I will no longer listen to you. I will no longer obey you. I belong to Jesus. I have been bought by the blood of Jesus. I belong to God. 
I am born again and I am saved in Jesus name shout it out in Jesus name Amen God bless you all we have these gifts for you ladies very quickly give them their gifts God bless you 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 so God bless you all I think at the close of service why are you meeting them Salvation Corner where is Salvation Corner in the corner in the corner to my left hand side there's a corner that the close of self they would like to see all of you what you are holding is called your red pass so you bring these passes and you'll be admitted to salvation corner for a short while before you go back so bring your red passes to the salvation corner at the close of service we are just about to share the grace and then we are done and then you come there for a brief meeting god bless you please give jesus a mighty hand clap as you go back to your seats god bless you and we go back See you at the close of service with your red passes. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Father, as we come to the Lord's table for communion, heal us, deliver us from evil. May every demon be drowned out of our lives, may every devil be killed. May every fire of the enemy be quenched by the blood of Jesus. Deliver us from evil. Let the works of darkness be cancelled. May it be cancelled permanently from our lives, O God. May the eating of the Lord's body and the drinking of the blood bring life, bring salvation, bring deliverance. May we be exempted from every intended and planned evil, Lord. May we escape. May we escape victoriously. May we escape with laughter. May we escape with joy. And may we escape with a new song, oh God. Thank you for your blessing. Bless us today as we come to the Lord's table. Bless us today. Let it be a blessing. Let this experience be a blessing, Lord. Let it turn out to be a blessing. Thank you that this is the body of Christ. And every cup contains the blood of Jesus The body of Christ Eat it The blood of Jesus Drink all of it Father, we are grateful once again for this privilege to eat the Lord's body and to drink the blood. Thank you for including us in this communion, in this fellowship. Thank you, Lord, for making us worthy partakers of that beautiful sacrifice on Calvary's cross. May we see the glory of that sacrifice the glory of that price may we see it in our lives every day of our lives every day of this week every month of this year may we see that glory may we see that presence and may we experience that power thank you for your blessing in Jesus name Amen God bless you
God bless you. May God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.